Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. It's lying dormant, waiting, and it could reactivate at any time. And while not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful, blistering rash that could last for weeks. Think you're not at risk for shingles? It's time to wake up, because shingles could wake up in you. If you're over 50, talk to your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. Hey, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community. Letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in his cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together.
everybody y'all listening to the voice come on dig me now <laughs> one and only steve harvey got a radio show man god is in the blessing business i'm in the receiving line man that's a good feeling you know uh i th- i thank god for waking me up in the mornings i really really do i thank god for the spirit that he wakes me up with because i finally but i finally figured it out Such a blessing that shouldn't be taken for granted, the fact that you are up today. The fact that you just got off work and you driving home. The fact that you got a job to come home from. The fact that you got a job to wake up to. Whatever it is, the fact that you can see, think, hear, smell, walk, talk, rhyme, reason. Whatever it is, it's a blessing, man. It is a blessing. See, every time he wakes you up, it's, 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 it's him saying, hey, I ain't through with you yet. Amen. Still got still got some work for you. Still putting you into the plan. And you know, um, I was talking to a partner of mine last night, and an analogy came to me last night of what my life has been like. And I was just going over my story with a friend of mine of all the some of the things I had gone through, and he never knew it. Because he said, Man, you never told me that. We were just talking. One of the things I remember, and it's kind of equated to my life, was when I was a little boy, I used to go to the store with my mom, and uh, she would let me buy a jigsaw puzzle. And uh, I love getting a jigsaw puzzle because, man, uh, it, it was, that was just interesting to me. You know, for those of you that, Grew up back in the day, you know, it's kind of cool because, you know, I was telling my partner, you know, it wasn't no video games to play or nothing. So in the wintertime, a jigsaw puzzle was kind of cool to me. It gave me something to do. And what we do is my mother would spread out a piece of newspaper on the section of the floor or spread out some newspaper on the end of a table. And I would buy a jigsaw puzzle. Now, for those of you, a jigsaw puzzle comes in a box. There are no instructions. It just comes in a box. And it's simple. You're going to dump the pieces out in a pile. And you're going to try to put the pieces together until it looks like the picture that's on the cover of the box. That's as simple as it is. Here is the deal. I would select a jigsaw puzzle based on the picture that I liked, and if I thought I could do it. Now, if the jigsaw puzzle, if the picture looked too crazy, if it looked too intricate, too detailed, I didn't want that puzzle. You know, and the thing was, back in the day, you got a jigsaw puzzle. You had 100-piece puzzles, 400-piece puzzles. Man, then they say a 1,000-piece puzzle. You go, ooh, man. So those were a little difficult for me when I was a little boy. So I didn't want that. As I got a little bit older, I had more challenging puzzles, you know. 
450, 500 piece puzzle. But I always picked a picture of something I liked and wanted to see happen. So it's very simple. You get the jigsaw puzzle, you get it home, you open it up, you dump it out on the table. You flip all the pieces over so you can see them. And then I would try to sort them based on the colors on the box. If it was like a, a black section, I'd take all the black pieces and slide them over there. If it was some flowers, I'd try to find all the pictures with little jigsaw pieces with the little floor, and I'd separate them. And then I'd start putting it together. And the way I started was I'd try to build the border first because I knew all the straight edges had to be side by side at one point. So I'd go like that. And it was funny, man, because it's related to my life. I would start putting the pieces together of the picture I saw that I liked. And that would be my picture. And oftentimes when I got through with the puzzle, the puzzle would be about maybe two feet wide, two feet high, something like that. I liked them about that size. Sometimes I get a little bigger one, depending on the size of the pieces and stuff. And I would make that puzzle. A lot of people didn't like jigsaw puzzles. The majority of people I knew and my friends didn't like jigsaw puzzles because they didn't like the work. And I had a partner that used to come to my house and see mine and get mad, and he'd go home and start one, and it'd get too difficult along the way, and then he'd stop, go back to it, and his puzzle was left unfinished a lot of times. As a matter of fact, none of the boys on the street liked jigsaw puzzles but me. What happened was, as I got older, I wanted more difficult and challenging puzzles, but I wouldn't go too far. I wanted some nice stuff to happen. I had a picture of what I wanted for my life, but I didn't want to go too far because it was so challenging and difficult. I, I, I couldn't see myself with all of that, and I didn't have the time, the knowledge, the expertise, the figuring all the intricate details. And I discovered something when I was talking last night. That's what happens in life to a lot of people. You get bogged down with the details of coming up. You say, oh, that puzzle crazy. Next thing you know, you crumble it up and put it back in the box. Or you go halfway and you get stuck. And you get to the part where it ain't a lot of different colors. It's all the same. And that's a little bit more challenging. So that may stop you. But it's somewhere in the jigsaw puzzle that it gets very difficult and challenging the bigger the picture you want. But then what will happen in your life is just like what will happen in a jigsaw. Once you get comfortable and you don't mind the challenge, you could get a bigger picture. But here's the key to it, though. If you put God in your mix, see, the picture that I saw for myself as a boy is not the picture that has happened to me as a man. Because along the way from boyhood to manhood, from the time I was 10, you understand, what happened along the ride in there was I started putting God in the mix. And so now the picture that I have now is not the picture I saw. It's the picture that God saw. So what I'm saying, this analogy is, the picture you have, may be difficult to complete. But if you were to include God in your life, put God in your jigsaw puzzle, 
God will not only help you complete the puzzle, and he going to add some pieces, he going to do some favors, he going to show some mercy, and you going to look up, and the picture that you're able to end up with will be totally different and much more complete, much more beautiful, a bigger picture than the one you had. Because there's no way that I could have saw the life that I have today back when I was a boy. And it amazes me when I hear people say, I always saw this for myself. Uh, I didn't do that. I didn't quite see this for myself. I don't know how you can have the ability to see what God really has for you. But man, he's a masterful jigsaw man. He's an incredible puzzle completer. So if you got a puzzle that's challenging to you, what's the picture that God has for your life? If God were in your life, if you completed the puzzle, what would it look like? It'll be a far more extensive puzzle and it will be a far more beautiful piece of scenery than you could have ever imagined. And guess what? He ain't through with me yet. That's what's amazing and exciting about a relationship with God. God could take your jigsaw puzzle and fix it. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. May I have your undivided attention, please? As usual, Steve Harvey Morning Show is now underway. 10, 9, 8. Here we is. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't wait on one. Right at yeah, I'm, I don't even wait on one. Get what? it cracking, baby. Get it cracking. Yeah, what's up, Shirley? Hello, Steve. It's here we are. Hello. It's here we are. Why you always the English teacher on the show? But I'm saying we have English teachers The kids teachers is going to school. Exactly. We are at work. Exactly. What, what does that mean? Thank God they're going to school, and they're going to school to learn not here we is. But they're not coming to radio to learn. They're coming well, to why radio. Why not? Why not? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. They they not coming to school to what, Shirley? I said they're not going to school to learn here we is. They're going to school so they can learn here we are. When y'all listen to kids, when y'all uh-huh. get uh-uh, where don't y'all you talk going, to these children. Uh-uh. don't you do it? No, sir. When you get where y'all going, he has not introduced you yet, sir. So I don't get to talk. Uh-uh. Why you got out of room? Wow, man, y'all got me messed up. We ain't here for ears. <laughs> I'm in. Your favorite. That's your favorite verb. Man, oh, man. Yeah, ears is a verb. It's action. <laughs> Continue, man. Steve. Go ahead. Uh, Shirley, uh, Carla, for real. Uh, good morning. Here we is. Here oh, we are. Thank you, Carla. Thank you. <laughs> Man, oh man, oh man. Ladies and gentlemen, the junior. Morning, Uncle. Is here we is, Carla. Yes, oh, yes, it is. Shut up, Junior. Nephew Tommy, ain't we here? Oh, oh. Yes, sir. I'm sorry, sir. Here we are. We are here. Good morning, everyone. Man, that don't sound. <laughs> I know. It does. It sounds yes, beautiful. It does. Greetings to all. That's just sound correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's we don't, so even, we don't even do that. <laughs> well, good morning. It's Tuesday, baby. Yeah. That's what it is. Tuesday. Uh-huh. Wow. It's a great yeah. day, man. I yeah. feel good. I feel really, really good. Oh, good, Steve. I'm I'm always happy when you feel good because yeah. you, you work you know. a lot, so it's always good when you But you know, this this year I good. changed my attitude. I just really did. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I just really, really did, and it just helped me, man. It helped me in a great way. Mm-hmm. So I'm feeling pretty comfortable, man. Um, 
ready and excited, ready to get my day off to a great start. Got a lot of work to do today, a lot of dreams to fulfill. Thank God for the opportunity mm. to live yet another day and be given the opportunity to wake me up so I can get one more day closer Man. to what it is he has for me. Yes, and boy, it's been good so far. Ah. A good. blessing. Oh, it's, that's a blessings upon blessings Man. upon blessings. Yeah. See, we get to do it every day for work. No, it's fun. Jokes. Yes. <laughs> it's an honor and a privilege. Yes, it, really it is. is. Yes. TV it really jokes, is. radio jokes. Y'all cut a microphone talk for a living. For real? Come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, you ain't digging pipes, laying down nothing. You ain't mm. like, making nothing. Mm. No, no. We get Making radio. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up at 32 after the hour, we're going to play Ask Steve. I love playing this game. Okay, let's go. I'm <laughs> excited. Steve. I yeah. like it too. Yeah, right after this. But let's get your some answers. questions in, guys. Yeah, shorten your answers. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, it's time for Ask Steve. You ready? Let's go. All right, I'm ready. All right, what, what's your golden rule? My golden rule? Your golden rule. Mm-hmm. Do what you say you're going to do. Hello. Yes. I love it. That's my golden rule. If you do that, everybody will respect you. I know. And, your and, woman will respect you. Your kids will respect you. All your friends will respect you. Your people at your workplace will respect you. Do what you say you're going to do. Especially with your kids. God. Yeah. Yeah. Don't tell them you're going to do something. Don't do it. Oh, yeah. no. You, yeah, yeah. Got but to stick you to promise. it. Yeah. Boy, you yeah. I remember my mom used to say that about you all the time. Whatever he says he's going to do, he does it. Mm-hmm. All right, Tommy, come on. You got one? All right, I got one. What uh, What simple thing improve your life? <sighs> now? I don't know. <laughs> you know. What a, simple a... things improve my life? Yeah. Um. I think uh, free time, off days of nothingness, mm. sitting in my backyard in peace, not having to put on makeup for television, not having to take meetings, drafting up, writing jokes, chilling. That's that's one thing that does it for me. Uh, when I'm on the golf course, man, it's very solitary. It's me and a cart full of buddies that I know. Nobody wants nothing from me. I'm out there struggling, trying to make it work like everybody else out there. Sometimes I struggle better than other days, but mostly it's a struggle. On, on a golf course, which is one of the, some of the most beautiful scenery in the world. And then another simple thing that makes me, uh, I really enjoy going to brunch with my family now. Oh, you know, oh that's cool. That's cool. I really? like that, you know, sitting around with them, talking, watching them grow up, mm-hmm. you know, still in that stupid ass stage. <laughs> It's stop. fun watching. All right, come on, Carla. Before you go somewhere else with this. Right, right. Here we go. Well, here's this question. What is the name of the current chapter in your life? Wow. That's oh, that's what question. is the name of the current chapter mm-hmm. in my life? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Transformation. I like it. Oh. Okay. Explain, please. Yeah. I'm in a trans- transformation period of my life. I'm in the process of reinventing myself mm-hmm. from more of a into more of a businessman than an entertainer. Mm-hmm. So it's a wow. huge transformation going on right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, this chapter is called Transformation. Mine is WTF. We're not going to harp on that, though. Come on, Junior. Get one in, please. All right. 
when is it the worst time to make eye contact with somebody? Uh, after the after you done loaned the money and they ain't give it back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that right there, that ain't good eye contact. There ain't no way to hide that feeling. That's one of the worst feelings, man. You done gave somebody the money and they ain't got it. But they sitting over there talking to you like that they ain't mentioning it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You steady yeah. looking at them like, ain't you got something to share with me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's a good one. Okay, here's another one, Steve. Uh, I think I know the answer, but I want to know why. Texting or talking? Oh, definitely talk. Mm-hmm. And why? You, you can't put tone and voice inflections in the text. Yeah. And then I don't know why, which... Uh, uh, I know the uh, emojis. I don't know mm-hmm. which one to send. If you send me emoji, I I, I don't respond to that because I don't never know what they mean. <laughs> the hell is this little yellow face winking at? Well, I don't know you. <laughs> it's like a regular <laughs> face winking at winking. you. No, it ain't. It's just a winking. You got Cute. your tongue out winking. What that mean? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Nah, 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 nah. Or you want you want you want to get lit? What did you say? <laughs> Come on, Tommy. <laughs> Nickname your parents used to call you. Boy. That was it. <laughs> boy. 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 I've been boy my whole life. <laughs> okay. No, till my father died, when he was in the hospital, boy picked me up and carried me in that bathroom. Mm. Mm. Boy. Is it because you're always a kid to your parents? Yeah. Because you were the youngest. Yeah. yeah. That, my father, just that's my boy right there. Mm. Uh-huh. He would come see me at the show. He sat on the front row. He'd be in the theater. He'd tell people, know that's my boyfriend that come out here. Aww. <laughs> he would tell everybody that. that All mean- these blankety blanks in here came to see this blank. Oh. <laughs> that meant he was proud of me. Man, my Steve. father be talking that's to people next door. They said, you got to be Steve's daddy. Because <laughs> you talk just like him. <laughs> yeah. Why you, how, he told us one day, he said, how you think I'm on the front row? I ain't got no money for this. <laughs> yeah, that's your daddy. But he was proud of you, though. That's that's another yeah, reason. Yeah, she told us. This lady love. told my daddy one time, my ticket was $175. Mm-hmm. He said, ain't no way in here. This boy just ain't BB King. <laughs> my father didn't understand it. 175 you got BB King, Lil Milton. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Bobby Blue Bland, yeah, yeah, about yeah, four, yeah, five yeah, singers up there. <laughs> four hundred seventy-five. Hell yeah, and he ain't gonna be on the front nowhere. I know all these songs. What the hell I need to be down front for? <laughs> Come on, I'm Carla. Not. All right, cake or pie? Mm. Oh, pie. It pie? just depends. Pie if it's cherry, cake if it's German chocolate. Oh, okay. so you like them both? Or good ass like peach cobbler though. Ooh. They hard to find nowadays. You know that. Yeah. Man, one of Steve's, one of Tommy's Christmas parties, though, he had a guy there that made some peach cobbler. He had all kinds of food out. That's all I ate the entire night. Whole night. (laughs) I just kept kept going going back. (laughs) Who the lady over there eating all the doggone? Shirley, you must have been going through something at that party. (laughs) No, but it was so good, though, Steve. (laughs) It was just so good. I didn't get a whole big old plate full, but I just kept going back. Bunch of little trays. It was so good. Yeah, it was so good. I was there. And then I asked Nesto to start getting it. So it wouldn't look like a shine. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Junior. it's Junior. Who has it easier, um, men or women? It's men. Smart women got to right fight there. through too much garbage we be laying down, to oh, be honest man. with you. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, end of conversation. Thank hey, thanks you. for talking. Thanks. <laughs>
Because if it was up to us, population yep. be real low. Shut it down. It'd probably be about six people on Earth. <laughs> real low. All the horses be mine. <laughs> All right, coming up next, uh, more fun. Run that prank back with the nephew right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, the college scandal, uh, the actresses involved, Felicity Huffman and Lori Laughlin, deleted their socials, but too late. Uh-uh-uh. <laughs> too late. It's hot. <laughs> and then later at 34 after the hour, we're going to give you an update on Gucci. Wait till you hear this. But right now, the nephew's in the building with Run That Prank Back. What do you have for us, Neff? Church parking lot. Ooh. Church parking lot. We're going to run this thing now. With the people at church. Hey, those are the, them, them the best ones. Yeah. Them the best ones. <laughs> church parking lot. Here it is. Hello, this is Brendan. Uh, yeah, uh, uh Brendan. Hey, uh, I'm trying to reach How you. How you doing? How you doing, uh, Brendan? I want to make sure I got the right person. You the person that uh, you work at the at the uh, first of all, I go to uh. See, Saint, what's your name again? Uh, my name my name Calvin. Uh, brother How Calvin. But I go to uh Saint <laughs> Missionary Baptist Church where oh, you. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So everything all right? You need, everything's fine. Well, I got a little issue, and I'm trying to uh, get to the bottom of it. Now you work in the uh, before service start. You you work in the parking lot on uh, and show, yeah, the, show, I, I do attending. Yeah. Yeah, and you tell you people wanna, where, where to park and stuff, right? Right, right. Would you looking for some uh, employment? You wanna you wanna join us? Nah, nah, nah. I, what to see the issue I got, man? I've been dealing with this. Probably about the last two months now. That, What's wrong, brother? Okay, hold on. I'm, I'm trying to tell you. So the problem is when I come to the church, last couple of months, man, uh, uh, I've been, I've been come like my 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 regular car then broke down on me. So I had a, I got an old van that I've Sorry been. Sorry to hear about that. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I got an old van that I've been using to get around in. So right. now for the last two months, I've been riding in it. When I come into the church, you know, you and I find out who you were. But you keep sending me to the back of the parking lot, and then, but you know, I noticed. No, that, nah, bro, not on the real. So you sending me to the back, and I'm noticing when I see cars that's like 2010, 2015 cars. Well, well, brother, well, well, well listen, we I, we don't have no uh, set place where we put model car. You know, I just I just direct the traffic, brother. Okay, so so you trying to tell me for the last two months? You just direct traffic, but you yeah. di- but you directed me to the back every time. But a car behind me or a car in front of me, it'll be going to the front. <laughs> nah, you, I, where are you getting this information from? You I, did, I, didn't, I didn't see you, man, uh, send people to the front to park. I didn't see you do nah. it. Nah, no, I just I just put you know the bigger uh, vehicles in the in the back and um, uh, certain you know we. It's really no schedule. If you, if you come in, I just I just direct you to the right or the left. I, it's, it's really nothing to it, really. So you're not so, trying to say so. So my my van being raggedy ain't the reason why I'm being. No, bro, no, bro, no, no, no. I, no, we. That's not what we're about. Nah. Okay. I, I, well, I'm, I'm sorry you feel that way. Uh, I mean, so I guess this Sunday. Uh, let me we, let me. I'm gonna tell you about this Sunday. My, I can my, make sure. No, no. Let me tell you right now. When my van pull up there Sunday. I'm gonna tell you now, right brother, now. If I get sent to the back, I'm gonna tell you right now. It's gonna be a, it's gonna brother, be a, nah, it's gonna be a problem if I get whoa, sent whoa, to the whoa, back. Whoa, whoa. You know, now you don't have to cuss, brother. Just just calm down. It's it's not it's not that serious. No, it is it, that serious. Cause see what's no, I already no, know. No, no, I know no, I got no. a ragged ass van. I know that. I know that. 
But I but see, that's the reason why I'm getting sent to the back, and I know it, because the car I had before, y'all was sending me up front. So I already know. I'm just saying, I'm telling you right now, Brendan, I'm telling you right now, it's going to be a problem if I get sent Whoa. to the back. Brother, you just singled me out. And, and no, no, did you... no, I didn't single you out. I, you, you are the person that has been sending me to the back, dude. No, I, no, I haven't. You, you, hey, man, why you keep, why, why are you sitting here saying Why are you, why are you accusing me of, I, of something? I, I ain't got, because I didn't seen it. No, you are, you, you're calling me, you're calling me out of the blue, and, and you're accusing me of something that I'm, I'm, I'm not doing. I, no, no, I, you I didn't sent my ragged-ass van to the back. You didn't done it, you didn't done it two months straight, Brendan. You no, have I, done no, it. I haven't. Yes, no, no, I have not. Yes, you have. You sent all the Please, pretty stop. cars up front. That's what you're doing. So, but I tell you what, come Sunday, going to be a oh, problem. If oh, I so now you're threatening me? Uh, you, you threat I mean, now, now listen, we, 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 we can meet up at it. We can meet up at it before any cars get there. How about that? I don't care how you want to do it, Brendan. No, uh, no, but, you actually do know how you want to do it, so bring it then. Okay, I'm letting you know. My car, my van going to be no, no, up no, front no. come Sunday. Your van, it's me and you. How about that? You want you want you want to talk tough Tony stuff? Oh, you, oh, oh, okay. So you you, you are you sweating all up now? You all right? So no, so no, cool. Sound like you already did. So I guess I'm matching you. Okay, well no now, problem. I'm not gonna call. Listen, brother, brother, listen. You're not gonna call my phone and threaten me and tell me what you what you think I did when I I didn't do it. I told that? you, man. You've been no, sending me no, to no, the no, damn no, no, no. back, no, we man. What you we passed what you thought? Okay, what it is. No, it's what I know. It's what I know, Brendan. It's what I know, okay? Well, listen, you didn't, you didn't we, send me. Where you at right now? Okay. Where you know, you know, right you know right we ain't got work. You know what? I tell you what. You come, right now. come Sunday, that's your ass, then, Brendan. No, 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 no. How about what you doing right now? What you mean? What I'm doing right now? I'm at work right now. Oh, oh, oh. So you, you at work calling me about some bull parking spot? Oh, okay. Oh, look at the cussing Christian now. Look no, at you. No, no. Look at the cussing. No, you. No, no, no. Matter of fact, you. Okay. If you want to do something, let's do it now. Parking lot, I don't, I don't care where we at. Okay, now, okay. Not so, gonna, that's one thing you're not going to do is disrespect me. I'm telling you that right now, brother Calvin. You bring your ass down here, I'm going to fold you like a wet piece of paper. You don't know who you f***ing with, okay? I done been locked up six, seven years. I'm just in the church trying to get my life together. And you think you're just going to talk to me? You got another thing coming, brother. I'm going to tell you that right now. So if you want to get it on, meet me in the parking lot right now. I give you an hour to get there, you piece of Tonight, now you're trying to scare me with your background. No, back, no, with I ain't your trying, background. I'm trying to tell you what you, it is. Oh, no, you're trying to scare me with your background or something. Like, evidently, you just, I ain't know you had been in jail. With the wrong one. I'm just going to say this. Uh, do you know Lester that, that also yeah, worked? I know Lester. He also had a cars parking? Would you try to buy, buy yourself out of this? This is what I'm about to lay on you? No, no. Because now you're talking about, Le I know a Lester. Okay, okay, Lester is the person to tell me to call you. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey the Morning Show. Brendan, your boy Lester in the parking lot got me the prank phone Le call. You. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I brought the lockdown out of you, man. Did I bring the lockdown out of you? <laughs> 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 I put <the> strangle Lester. <laughs> Y'all got me out here talking reckless. I should hope pass it over here this way. <laughs> Well, hang in there, brother, uh, and, and do this for me, man. Tell me this. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, the Steve Harvey radio show, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, if you see somebody Sunday, pull up in a van, show them some love, baby. Show them some love. I might have to call out this week, man. I, 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 my heart can't take it. <laughs> <laughs>
Church people different, ain't they? Uh, yeah. They real yeah. different. Uh-huh. And that brother had all he didn't go to church. Well, he didn't been to jail on it to let me know, though. Hey, hey, hey. I, now look, now. I've always been saved. <laughs> <laughs> and filled with the Holy Spirit. I'm trying to work my way back. <laughs> okay. I'm pushing my button. Yes. <laughs> all right, let me put it out there. Friday, April 13th, I will be in Glenside, Pennsylvania, along with the beautiful Some More. It's Glenside, Pennsylvania. We will be at Keswick Theater. Keswick Theater, two shows. Tickets are on sale right now. That is Friday, April 13th. Me and Bruce Bruce, Friday, baby. April 19th, 8 o'clock show, Knoxville, Tennessee, at Knoxville Civic Auditorium. All right, nephew, thank you. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? 
Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey, everybody. This is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community, letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. But there's a great need for donations regardless of your blood type. Every day, the blood our people donate saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Coming up at 34 after the hour, uh, we're going to give you guys an update on Gucci. Wait till you hear all this that has gone down at Gucci, okay? But right now, in uh, today's entertainment news, actresses Felicity Huffman and Lori Loughlin, uh, they both deleted their social media accounts uh, in the wake of their involvement in the college admission scam. People were still able to dig deep in the, in the ladies' past, though. Uh, for instance, Felicity Huffman used to run What the Flicka. It's a, it's a now-defunct website where Felicity... Mm. <laughs> listen to this, though. She, Felicity Huffman offered advice on parenting. And then uh, Laurie, uh, you know, Aunt Becky, she's accused of paying $500,000 to get her two daughters into the uh, University of Southern California. 500000 Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah they yeah. could have bought a college. Yeah. You got to be kidding. 500000 Yes, Steve. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. For both of her daughters. Anyway. Dog, you send your baby to a regular school, 160, you out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you paid 500000 to get them in, and you got to pay tuition? Yeah. Oh, you got to be crazy. Yeah, so she, she, <laughs> she had a tweet. You got to be crazy. Y'all dumbass be sitting up at the house with me writing jokes. <laughs> <laughs> come on, Whitney, let's put a set together. Stevie, Jason, get your pens and come in here. Get in here. <laughs> okay. But she had a really, uh, let's say, a gem of a tweet from a uh, gem of a tweet from last February. Steve, she said, "The more important thing, there are more important things in life than money, like doing the right thing, words to live by." Hmm. Mm. Got a lot of nerve. Mm. Look at you. <laughs> what you say, Aunt Becky? What you say? What was you that? Know, so, yeah. man, that's so crazy. <laughs> I crazy. I just don't look, man. Mm-hmm. First, well. Look, I know this is going to sound corny, cliche, but first of all, the message you send to your kids is wrong. Secondly, what about requiring that your kids do what they're supposed to do? Yeah. I know this sounds a little hokey, but that's really what it is. Now, have I done things to help my children? Yeah, but not at the expense of somebody else's kids. Exactly. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. have I yeah. given my kids jobs? Yep. Yep. But I'm going to hire somebody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gave your nephew a job. Uh, uh, hello. And have had no return on that. <laughs> <laughs> a loss of I that. be <laughs> damned. You burnt that up. <h- <laughs> <laughs> There's some proud moments from the nephew. Come he on, got a whole lifestyle. Yeah. 
What has he shared with me, Sherry? Whole lot. The boy living in chateaus, driving roses, all this here. What have he shared with me, Sherry? Have you been in his roads? Hell no. Been down to the chateau? Hell no. <laughs> What? Okay. Not now or time. Okay, okay. But hold up, though. But did I ain't did... offering me to ride in the damn car. You lying? <laughs> no. Shirley, I went on. I just saw it the other day in a magazine. Oh yeah, that was a That's nice right. article. I saw that. That's a nice car. motor train. Yeah, yeah, motor train. Dog, I saw that. I did offer you to open for me. I did do that. <laughs> oh. oh, that's good one, Tom. <laughs> I sure wish I had time. Yeah, I know it. I know you would pop up, too, boy. At the Blues and Jazz Bar. And Bethesda. All right, listen. Um, uh, Steve, we got to get to these uh, headlines. Um, so, please, let's go ahead and do that right now. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Hey, everybody. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Let's go to New Zealand. Authorities are preparing to release the remains of the victims of last week's mosque shootings to their families. Officials say they're working as fast as they can so as not to delay traditional Muslim burial services any longer than need be. Fifty people now confirmed dead. Under Islamic law, the dead are supposed to be buried as quickly as possible, ideally uh, within 24 hours. However, medical examiners say that some of the victims were so disfigured by their injuries that it was difficult to identify them. The U.S. Supreme Court heard arguments yesterday concerning the state of Virginia's racial gerrymandering Manoring case. Republicans tried to defend the election district brownies they drew back in 2011. Bounties that a lower court rule unlawfully packed African American voters in just a few districts to dilute their votes. Judge Soto Sonia Sotomayor says it's clear that race dominated the thinking of how those new districts were drawn. Virginia's Attorney General Democrat Mark Herring says he doesn't think the GOP lawmakers can counter that argument. Nothing I heard changes my belief that it's time for this case to come to an end and that we implement fair and constitutional and representative districts for the next elections. The high court has until the end of June to rule. In Pennsylvania, a former pediatrician has been sentenced to 79 years behind bars for sexually assaulting 31 children, most of them as patients. Prosecutors say Dr. Johnny Bardo spent decades abusing children in his exam room as well as in local hospitals. The state's attorney, General John Sapiro, says amid all the pain, something at least positive is going on. I think there is a reckoning going on in this country. And powerful people like these survivors are standing up and speaking up. 19 people provided impact statements ahead of yesterday's sentencing. Okay, it seems like there's always a case like this going on somewhere in the country. This time, the sad scene in Pittsburgh. We're a white East Pittsburgh cop on trial for shooting an unarmed black teenager to death last summer. Prosecutors say the now former cop uh, Michael Rossfell shot 17-year-old Antoine Rose three times in the back as Rose ran away from a car that Rossfeld had pulled over on suspicion of a drive-by shooting. Someone else in the vehicle admitted to being the shooter. A resident saw Rossfeld kill the teenager, filmed it, and put it on Facebook right away. Allegheny County DA Stevens Zapala says uh, that Rossfeld, he's charging with homicide, saying that, quote, you don't shoot somebody in the back if they're not a threat to you. 
The U.S. Supreme Court has agreed to consider Virginia's request to reinstate the life without parole sentence of Lee Boyd Malvo. Remember, he was convicted of going on that killing spree with his stepfather, John Allen Muhammad, in the D.C. area. That was a D.C. sniper back in 2002. MySpace says photos, videos, and audio files uploaded more than three years ago could be lost as a result of a server migration project. People still use MySpace? And finally, today is National Chocolate Love. Chocolate. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So just in case you were wondering, Samuel L. Jackson is no fan of the president's, okay? Samuel L. is on the cover of the current uh, upcoming April issue of Esquire magazine. He has some pointed choice words for number 45. Uh, And Tommy, your nephew, maybe he'll make you proud now, Steve. Tommy is here to interpret on behalf of Samuel. Go ahead, Tommy. This mother is like ruining the planet and all kinds of crazy (laughs) s***. And people think that's okay. It's not okay. And if you're not saying anything, then you complicit. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let him finish, Steve. Uh, Let him finish. I know how many motherfuckers hate me. <laughs> I'm never going to see a Sam Jackson movie again. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> and if you never went to another movie I did in my life, I'm not going to lose any motherfucking money. <laughs> <laughs> I already cashed a check. <laughs> you burn up your videotape. I don't give a. <laughs> In quote, yes. Uh, man. Oh, he said all that, man. Get yes. this president off this mother planet. <laughs> Thank you, Tommy. Uh, that is interpretation. Yeah, oh, man. That is in the uh, April issue of Esquire magazine. Pick it up. It's which magazine? It's Esquire. an Esquire magazine. I'm getting two I'm going copies. to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm two this is why we love Samuel L. Jackson, okay? Oh, man, he does not miss words. And, man. and ever since he turned 70, he's really, really, really saying what's oh, exactly man. on his Ooh, mind. Oh, I love him. Yeah. Yes. Oh, he's a good you looking not? 70, though. He looks fantastic. Yeah, he looks fantastic. What's <laughs> <laughs> Cause I got these chicks, right? <laughs> well, thank you, nephew. I, I mean, Samuel no, really, L. Thank you. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I appreciate that. Was that refreshing? <laughs> yeah, that's a great interpretation. Yes. Well, you gonna be something. <laughs> <laughs> Keep on, huh, Junior? Man, right. what you doing that? I love Samuel Jackson. <laughs> Samuel Jackson for president. Oh my goodness, oh, he man. would make a great president. <laughs> oh gosh, you I, I probably had to quit one of my jobs so I could watch more CNN. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I definitely had to come back stand up then. I'd yeah. have to come back, man. Just for say, oh, yeah. all good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Samuel L. I mean, uh, he's classic. He's just the greatest. I'll give me some horn rim glasses and shave my mustache and be Samuel <laughs> <Yeah>. Jackson. What? <Boy. laughs> all right, coming up at 34 after the hour, we'll have that update on Gucci right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so last month, Gucci was in the middle of a fashion misstep when, after much social media backlash and threats of boycotts and all that, they pulled their black, almost $900 sweater, you know, the one with the red lips, which really too closely, way too closely resembled blackface. 
Uh, Gucci issued an apology promising that they are fully committed to increasing diversity throughout their organization and turning this incident into a powerful learning moment for the Gucci team. So now Gucci has announced their brand new initiative. It's called Gucci Change Makers. Check it out. It includes scholarships of one hundred of uh, one and a half million dollars and twenty thousand dollar grants to be awarded to college students with an interest in the fashion industry. Check. That's good. Also, okay. yeah. Also, a part of the Gucci Change Makers Fund, five million dollars will be invested into nonprofit organizations that specifically work to support the African-American community and communities of color at large. Okay. So that's good. That's $5 million. Now, Steve, mm-hmm. you know him. Your friend uh, Dapper Dan right. uh, posted on the gram that he met with the CEO of Gucci, Marco Bazzari, in Harlem. He came to Harlem. And uh, Dapper Dan said that he has seen real action toward the solutions discussed. Uh, black designers and fashion professionals will be given new opportunities through these initiatives. Now, so, huh? let me Shout say this. I've spoke yeah. to Dapper Dan. Okay. Uh-huh. Great. Uh, since the thing, and we've had a lot of conversations. We had a long, hour-long conversation uh, the day before New Year's Eve. He made the coat I was wearing New Year's Eve oh, this okay. past Fox, year. the uh, countdown? Yeah. He, mm-hmm. he made that coat. And uh, he was telling me, and what he's wow. explained to everybody is, he say, moments like this, for them to make mistakes like this. Because when they make the mistakes, it's when we can develop and create the most change. If they never make the mistake, they will continue to do business par for course. You know, business as usual. But when they make these mistakes, it's when you can get in there and make change. And that's what he has Gucci doing now, making change. You know, because you, he says, Dan. look, man, he say it's the meeting that makes the change. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. there's nothing to say that there's, you're never supposed to demonstrate. That's not what he's saying. No, or protest. That's right. That's right. He, he's not saying that. So when you get him to the table as quickly as Dapper Dan did, mm-hmm. you got to give Dapper his propers. The CEO came to came Harlem. Came to Harlem. Yeah. <laughs> to say, hey, what can we do to make it right? Who does that? They do it not knowing yeah, yeah. and not watching and not having the black presence in the company. Say, when you, you don't have do the that? black presence, yeah. you ain't got nobody to go, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> don't do do you know how they finna feel if you make this right? Right. right. Dog, you yeah. pull that black sweat up and put them pink lips on. Man, you know what black people finna do? Exactly. You think so? Right. Yeah. Right. Then it would have been yeah, out. We know so. Yeah. But now you see that uh, brother that they pushing at Gucci. Because I'm going to tell you, Louis Vuitton. Mm. I don't know if you've seen the new Louis Vuitton collection, but that brother they got oh, doing yeah, the collection. Yeah, yeah. They got some fly stuff. Yeah. Oh, doggy. Oh, doggy, they clown. He said, oh, doggy. Doggy, they clowning. <laughs> clowning. Louis Vuitton clowning. <laughs> this brother that they went and got, Virgil Abloh. Oh, yeah. That used to be with uh, Kanye. Kanye. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This boy, this brother right here, is not playing with this Louis Vuitton collection. And Louis Vuitton got a brother in there. And they need that. That's right. Gucci got Dapper Dan, but they done got this other brother, too. I'm telling y'all, man, people have to make mistakes in order for change to occur. Now, how we going to fix this and really fix it? And that's what Dapper Dan been saying to him. 
if you had some people in the room, it would have never happened. Now, how do we get the people in the room? Black people are wearing your fashion. A lot yeah. of money at Gucci. Man, they do. Yeah. But see, what we got to do is we've got... Telling you, man. True. All right, Steve, we get it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Come we don't on. eat that. Somebody got to be at the table going, we don't eat that. When they set the plate down. <laughs> How about somebody back there in the kitchen making the stuff, cooking, going, you finna serve that to black people. <laughs> yeah. Dog, black people don't eat scones. <laughs> All right, up next, it is the nephew with the prank phone call for today right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today's subject. He claims he got a divorce from me. Mm. But right now, we'll, we'll get into that. But right now, it's your time, nephew. Uh, you're here with today's prank phone call. Mm-hmm. What you got now? My bones are weak. Mm. Now, let that settle in there now. My okay. bones are weak. Need some calcium? That's what I need. Oh, okay. That's what I need. So I call this man's uh, call this man uh-huh. and ask him, uh-huh. "Can I have some of your wife's breast milk? Because my bones <laughs> are weak." Run that, run that right there, cat. Hello, hello. I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to speak to Ron. Yeah, this is Ron. Hey, Ron, how you doing? It's Foley, man. How are you, brother? I'm good, Foley. Hey, hey, I, I want to congratulate you, man, on the uh, on the baby, man. I wasn't able to make it to the baby shower, man, but. I want to congratulate you on the baby, man, and, and, and all of that, man. Uh, much success to you, man, you, you and the wife. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate that. Foley. Yeah. Well, yeah, Foley, man. Uh, I, I didn't get, you know, my uh, my wife, Danita, she came to the, uh, to the to the baby shower, man. So, you know, uh, uh, she was telling me how, 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 how nice it was, how successful it was, man. So I just... You want, you know, I uh, wanted to give you big ups. I heard the baby came and everything, and I wanted to just yeah, call Yeah, a little girl, a little girl. Y'all had a little girl? Yeah, yeah. All right, well, congratulations, man. Congratulations, Ron. I, I wanted to definitely uh, call and congratulate, man. And um, Foley, real quick, what um, what baby shower was your wife at? Because we had two. We had one for my side of the family and then one for my wife's side because, you know, they live different places and stuff, man. So which one do you think she was at? Uh, probably on your wife's side. You know. Okay. Okay. She knows my wife. Well, no. See, see, Danita is actually friends with um with Kendra. Now you know Kendra, right? Oh yeah, I know Kendra. Yeah, we yeah, that's good friend of Okay, she yeah. was she was with Kendra. Okay, yeah, she comes. They play cards. You know. Okay. Okay. Yeah, she she was with Kendra, man, and um, she was just telling me how successful, man, how nice it was, and, and you know, laid out baby shower. I, I wasn't able to make it, man. I've been a little under the weather, bro. Uh, you know, right. and uh, you know, with, with God's help, man, I'll be able to get back on my feet. You know what I'm saying? That's all right. So, hey, man, I, I, I just, you know, congratulations again, man. You know, uh, a beautiful baby girl. I, I, man, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, I'm sorry, man, but uh, I just, I can't fully. I'm trying to remember you and trying to place you, and I just, I can't do it. <laughs> Have we met? No, 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 no. My bad, man. I'm sorry, dog. Now, nah, me and you, we haven't, we haven't met at all. Um, like I say, uh, you know, my wife knows Kendra. They hang out, and uh, yeah. I guess she's she's dabbled a couple times and been around. You know, your wife is uh, your wife is Marilyn, right? Yeah, that's my wife. Okay, yeah. I guess she's been uh, been in, in the presence of Marilyn, man. So you know, uh, you know, I, I kind of got your number from uh, from my wife, man. Uh, and she got it from Kendra, so I, I kind of wanted to holler at you, you know. Uh, what you want to holler at me about? Actually, man, like I say, man, you, I've been I've been down for a minute, 
you know, and uh, I, I uh, actually, you know, came from the doctor yesterday, and, and my my bones, man, they my bones are deteriorating. You know, uh, that's that's kind of what I what I've been going through, man. Um, okay. And if if I don't uh, get the proper uh, medication that I need, man, then we, you know, it, it, it within the next three months here, dog, it it, wow. it it could get pretty bad. You know what I'm saying? Well, man, I'm sorry to hear that, bro. Um, yeah, it, it, you it, know, it, all I can do is just pray well, for you, man, and you know. Uh, well, man, I. The, the the doctor told me that if don't I cry, bro. don't cry, man. The, the the doctor told me, man, that you know if, if I get the right medication, man, that you know I could get back up to seventy five, eighty percent healthy again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, you know, it's just a, a rare uh, type of thing that I need to try and get. Okay. And um, I, I I think that you might be. I think you can help me. Yo, yeah, be man. strong, man. Be strong. Just, man, sit down, man. Just be strong, <laughs> bro. It's, it's going to be all right, but man. I think it's going to be all right. God is with you. I'll, I'll pray for you. I'll do all I can. I, I don't know. Well, well actually, actually, uh, the, the doctor told me, man, that if, for, if I, for six months, if I drunk breast milk, it will, it will, it will put enough calcium and, and stuff back into my bones that would get me back up to 70 to 85 percent healthy breast milk yeah i ain't got no breast bro so you know well, uh, it's, it's not it's, it's not you Ron. you you don't you know but you know your your wife does though whoa you talking about my wife's breast man I, i'm not i'm not not directly man i'm just saying that she can you know i mean if, if i had her breast milk for like six months straight, man. I could get back whole again, man. Hold oh, the f up. You don't talk about a man's wife or her breast milk. I just had a, I just had a f baby, man. Are you serious? I'm just, I'm just all I'm well, trying. You're asking for my wife's breast milk, man. Man, I'm just asking y'all to share it for six we months. We can't share no breast milk with you, man. You got the wrong one, man. The wrong one. So you said your name was what? My name Foley, Foley man. This is wrong, man. This is wrong. Okay. No, no, we're just talking about six months of breast milk, man. Six months. My of breast wife's milk. breast milk. We ain't talking about just no breast milk. And I understand. My wife's breast milk, man. I understand that, man. But we're talking about you saving a life, man. A life. I ain't the one. Okay, well let me ask you this: What if y'all would have had twins, man? Y'all would have been breastfeeding two babies. Just look what? at it as if we twins. What the? F man, I'm getting the f off this phone because I don't know who the f you are. You need to chill. Out, man, you need to go get on your knees, pray that your bones get healed or whatever. You got the wrong number, man. Listen, man. All I'm saying is I got one more thing I want to say, nah, look, and then man, I'm I'm about about to you know, phone, I about to get off the phone, man. I just want to get understand. off the phone, call Kendra, and find out why gave you my number because that's how you got it. Can I say one more thing? Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. Can I say it? Say it, man. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Kendra and your wife Marilyn got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> Hello, Ron. Yeah, man. <laughs> Ooh, y'all are good, man. Whoa, man, my wife, man. Man, Kendra, boy. Did I get you, man? Yeah, y'all got me, man. Y'all got me. <laughs>
Hey, I got them too. They done started something. <laughs> hey, one more thing. What's the baddest radio station in the land, man? Man, it is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Man, wow, man. <laughs> you know, every now and then a man needs some breast milk, oh, and it, it will. Lord. It's for your bones. Oh. It's for the bones, Carla. You understand that, don't you? Y'all don't see this? No, we don't. I'm the only one see that breast milk is good for the bones. Let's, let's ask your uncle if he sees it. He's awfully quiet. I'm telling what breast milk do. It's I have good. no idea what it is. <laughs> and how the hell would I know? <laughs> Uh, I have no remembrance of any taste. <laughs> you know, sometimes, you know, ain't nothing wrong with loaning out some breast milk. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Uh, I know, Carla. I know. Well, anyway, April 13th, baby, the nephew will be in Glenside, Pennsylvania, along with the beautiful Samoa. We got two oh, shows. Yeah. We got two shows at Keswick Theater, 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. Tickets are on sale right now. The following week, Friday, baby, me and Bruce Bruce teaming up. We are in Knoxville, Tennessee at Knoxville Civic Auditorium. One show, Friday night, April 19th, 8 p.m. You opening? It don't matter. Ooh, ooh, that was a low blow. I had to. I almost, no, I, I almost no, missed me, it. I swear. I, almost I swear it was not intended as a low blow. <laughs> I'm really, I, I mean, Bruce Bruce is a legend, too, now. <laughs> Really, Steve? No, no. You, so you saying that you didn't intend crazy. for it to be shade? Yeah, yeah. You, no. I was just asking who close. <laughs> you know what? Me and Bruce ain't decided yet. But when we do, I'm going to let you know. <laughs> they sold out of the yeah, blues and jazz club. We got to get out of here. <laughs> Listen, uh, thank you, nephew. Up next, it is the strawberry letter subject. He claims he got a divorce for me. <laughs> we'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey everybody, this is Junior. And I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African American community. Letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. But there's a great need for donations regardless of your blood type. Every day, the blood our people donate saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. It's lying dormant, waiting, and it could reactivate at any time. 
And while not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful, blistering rash that can last for weeks. Think you're not at risk for shingles? It's time to wake up, because shingles could wake up in you. If you're over 50, talk to your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. All right, it is time now for the Strawberry Letter, and if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right now. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, Neff. Subject, he claims he got a divorce for me. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 53-year-old single woman, and I was dating a guy from my past. We reconnected five months ago, and he told me that he would not let me get away from him again. He told me that he lived an hour away, so he came to see me on the weekends. I was so happy with him, but I couldn't help but think that this romance was just too good to be true. My intuition kicked in, and I decided to Google him. His Facebook page came up, and he told me that he didn't do social media at all. The first picture I saw on his page was a wedding picture. His wedding picture. He got married a month after we started dating. I didn't want to speak to him, so I went off on him in text messages, and I was done with it. He called me begging to see me. He popped up at my house and job and sent me flowers, begging for me to let him explain things. I eventually had a change of heart and agreed to meet him at an apartment close to my house so we could talk. When I walked in and asked him who lived there, he said he did. He told me that his ex-wife moved out after they got the wedding annulled. I saw frilly pillows on the couch, a rat tail comb, a glass that had lipstick on the rim, and a few other clues, so I didn't believe him and I left. But the biggest shocker was that this man lived less than 10 minutes from me and he had me thinking he lived in another city. He must think I'm crazy, because why would I believe anything he says now? I'm too old to be sitting aside, sitting outside his house doing, uh, doing surveillance to try to catch him in a lie. He swears he is divorced, and he wants uh, to be with me for the rest of his life. Should I move on and forget about him or give him one more chance to get it right? Please advise. Okay, if he's divorced divorced isn't that easy to find out isn't that easy to prove i mean you could stop all of this you don't have to take his word for it and until then please move on i mean how much more evidence do you need i mean this guy it doesn't seem like he's right for you at all now does he uh he lied to you in your face uh you haven't seen a single seen a single shred of evidence that his marriage was annulled or that he is divorced uh or in his case his wedding was annulled uh so who cares what he thinks i mean yeah he's talking about he 
you're crazy. He might think you're crazy. He, he's the one who's crazy, okay? You saw with your own eyes the lipstick on the glass. You saw the rat tail comb that a woman usually uses. You saw other clues. You saw the frilly, frilly pillows on the couch. I mean, in a court of law, the burden of proof would have to be on him, and the trust has been broken. You don't believe anything he says. So if he really wants to be with you, uh, you know, he'll come with divorce papers and all that. But until now, go girl, go on with your life and live your best life without him. All right, Steve? Well, ain't this an interesting letter? Mm. She 53. Let's go over this. Um, Start dating somebody from your past. Couldn't help but start thinking this romance just too good to be true. My intuition kicked in, so she say. So she Googled. Facebook page came up and told me after he told you he ain't do social media at all. That's so easy to find out. First picture I saw on his page was a wedding picture. His wedding picture. He got married a month. Damn. I won't apologize to women. I'm so sorry that you have to meet people like us. I be damned. He got married a month after y'all started dating. So she went on or off on him by text. He begged to see her, pop by the house, flowers to the job, everything. Begging me. So she had a change of heart, and she agreed. Now, I understand all this up until this part. Then after this, here come the shaky stuff. So, agreed to meet him at an apartment close to my house so we could talk. Y'all hear that sentence right there? Yes, sir. I agreed to meet him at an apartment close to my house. How that sound to y'all? Crazy. Sound like his friend play. But he supposed to be an hour away. So now whose apartment he done got for y'all to talk at? Just close to your house. When I walked in, I asked him who lived there. He said he did. Mm. <laughs> I love this dude right here. Yeah. Uh, uh, me. <laughs> well, you, you, you know, I said, come over to the apartment. You, what you thought? I'm talking about something else? Uh-uh. I'll stay here. What you tripping for? He told me that his ex-wife moved out after they got the wedding annulled. Can I share something with you? And I don't want to sound racist. Black people don't get enough. <laughs> we, don't, we don't really. We don't really know how that's done. Stop. We we just it's a divorce. Will you continue? Let's go. I ain't heard none. Of I, I don't know nobody. Be got quiet, one. I've been on hold. I'm 62 years old. I ain't never met nobody got one to know. We just leave. They done got divorced and just drove off. Yeah. Dog just drove off and ain't go back, man. Uh-huh. So. Told me that his ex-wife moved out after they got the window. I saw frilly pillars on the couch, rat tail comb. The glass still had lipstick on it. When did she move out? Yesterday? Because <laughs> what glass you still got lipstick on it? Most. Yeah. And a few other clues. Or unless it's another girl. So I didn't believe him, and I left. She said, but then the biggest shocker, this is the one I like. He 
lived 10 minutes from me, he had me thinking he lived in another city. That's my favorite one. <laughs> to be 10 minutes round the corner yeah. but tell you I live an hour away, so I'm only going to come up on the weekend. Hard dog, I ain't never used that one. That's a good one. Man, I know it's bros everywhere going, what? You can say that? Yeah, dog, y'all ain't tried that one? Nothing. Ooh, that's a good one. That's my favorite line in the whole damn letter. Say it again. Yeah, me thinking he stayed out of town. He came right around the corner. I could have walked over there. What is good? All right, listen, Steve, we'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, he claims he got a divorce for me. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are, uh, part two of today's Strawberry Letter subject. He claims he got a divorce. Let's recap, please. (laughs) Lady met this dude from a past. They started dating. Uh, Relationship going so good. Intuition kicked in. She go on Facebook. He said, hey, you don't do social media. She pull up his Facebook page. First picture, CC, wedding picture. His wedding picture. She got so upset, she didn't confront him about it. She texted him and told him. He said, hey, what is you talking about? Don't even worry about that. Give me another chance. I love you. I want to speak to her. So all this here begging you to come back. So... You finally had a change of heart. And it's my favorite part of the letter now. You agreed to meet him at an apartment (laughs) close to my house so we could talk. I'm just trying to figure out how he he said it. Hey, listen, I want you to meet me at an apartment close to your house. What do you mean, an apartment? No, just come on. Don't I got the key. That's his life. But you, you got a key to what apartment? Uh, you you going to meet me here what? <laughs> she get in there. What's with all these questions? Come to find out it's his damn place. <laughs> but he got combs in there, lipstick, bras, everything. <laughs> bras. Bras. <laughs> he said his wife and him just had their wedding annulled. Mm-hmm. He loves her. Let's do this. I want to be with you. Here, the beauty of this was, here she find out he stayed 10 minutes away. She been thinking he lived out of town. Boy, that's a good one. I got to give God credit. You got to take your hat off now. That's good, it is. Boy, you got to go 10 minutes away and say, I stay an hour away. I can't get to you till the weekend. Boy, boy, that I never even, I ain't never tried that one. That was a pretty good one, dog. Oh, man. Once again, I want to apologize to women. Thank you for, for that. these types of lies <laughs> that you all have to do. Now, she said, I'm too old to be sitting outside the house doing surveillance, which means she has. <laughs> She'd have been outside. She did that before. With just her, her life, eyebrows yeah. showing on the other side of the window. <laughs> She'd have been so low in her car, you can't see nothing but her eyebrows. Yeah. Should I move on and forget about him or give him one more chance to get it right? Please advise. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. I just got I just got, the, got visual. the visual. Yeah. Her sitting in the car with her eye. All you can right, see. Right, right, all right. you see is eyebrows. <laughs> she done slumped down so low in there. She can dry that steering wheel with her breath. That's how low in that car she is. You are so stupid. She can hit the gas pedal. <laughs> the, she can hit the gas and the brakes with her knees. 
she slumped down in that car with just her eyebrows oh showing. God, Steve. Oh, man. All right, now, uh-huh. should I give him a chance? Listen to me. All you got to do is just one, all you got to do is do one thing. Go right back on their Facebook page. Mm-hmm. If that wedding picture's still there, mm-hmm. he's still married. He can't take that picture down. Oh, so his wife would go, why you take the picture down? Or you go back to Facebook. If the picture down, you might have a little something. But know something now. Remember this. The key to this whole letter is he stayed 10 minutes around the car. <laughs> he been telling you the whole time he drive uh, <laughs> He pull up. Minutes. He pull up just be sweating. Woo, I'm tired. <laughs> you got anything to drink? Yeah, girl, I've been out here. Can you help me with some gas next time? <laughs> real rough. So, Shirley. Uh-huh. I'm the dude. And you're asking me questions. Ask me anything you would ask me about my status, marital status, why this house looked like this. Just ask me anything. Shirley is the lady that wrote the letter. I'm the dude that the letter about. And what is all? What are all these glasses with lipsticks and rat tail? Come, what is? Don't you ever? Hey, 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 hey. them lipstick. You know how hard to get lip, lipstick off them glasses. Uh, you know, I normally take my glasses down to the restaurant. And, and I, I got some people down there washing for me. But I ain't been able to go down there because I've been working pretty hard. And you, you know what? Yeah, the, the whose lipstick is it? Hers. And who, who is hers? My ex-wife, the one I got to know me when I just told you this. <laughs> and you know what? You don't live an hour away. You had me thinking you lived in another city. You live right down the street. I told you it'd take me an hour to get to your house. Yes, you did. And you live 10 minutes away. You ever been out here in Rush Hour? <laughs> My GPS broke. Here I was, took me all out the way. Uh-huh. <sighs> I don't believe that at no, all. No, listen to me. My GPS been taking me an hour. I've been driving for an hour. I'm going, man, she stay a long way from here. You 10 minutes from here. <laughs> yeah. 10 minutes. All right, and, and what are all these frilly pillows and all this stuff on the sofa? Oh, I like frilly stuff. Oh, yeah. oh, do you now? Yeah. Yeah, my brother a pimp. <laughs> that's why I, really? that's yeah. why I like stuff like that. Now, you said your ex-wife moved out. So if she moved out, why didn't she take her stuff with her? Oh, man, I'm so glad she gone. Uh-huh. Man, don't try to I don't even talk about it. Man, it's like hurting me. To, she just gone. Why didn't she take her stuff, though? That's what I'm trying to uh-huh. She just rolled out, man. Left, left me with all this. <laughs> you, you, have, you have any proof that you guys are finally divorced? I need to see proof. Hell yeah, you I don't did, believe, ain't you? I don't believe anything you say. You don't believe what? Tell, okay, tell me what it is you don't believe. I don't believe anything. You said you lived an hour away. You actually lived 10 minutes away. But you, have uh, you, you ever put the address in and, and your GPS sent you another way? They just sent me another way. I, was, I thought I was an hour away. Oh, so, Took me an hour to get here. Oh, so GPS is wrong is what you're saying. Mine is. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I really can't say it's wrong because I always ended up at your house. Praise God. <laughs> there you go. Bring the Lord oh, on in. Oh. And you know what? You said that, um, you know, you wanted to be with me for the rest of your life. A month later, you get married. What is that all about? Girl, you, you I just told you I after. wanted to be with you the rest of my life just now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe anything. See, I didn't know say. we was going to make it, so I had doubts, so I went on and married So you went man. on and got married. Yeah, because, you know, she was pregnant with triplets. <laughs> yeah. Are they yours? 
Because you are her husband. Well, I know one of them is. Look at you. I'm 53. I don't have time. I know that was pretty good. I'm 53. I don't have time for this. Thank you. This boy can lie. All right. Yeah, yeah, you're a good liar. Oh, just because I had a baby? Oh, man. Look, we got to get out of here. Uh, email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's strawberry letter. Leave him, lady, please, uh, at Steve Harvey FM. Coming up in about 10 minutes, political news. Democratic candidate Elizabeth Warren had a town hall meeting in Jackson, Mississippi last night. And Beto O'Rourke raised $6.1 million in just a day. 24 hours. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, in today's political news, former Texas Congressman Beto O'Rourke raised $6.1 million. Oh, boy. That's a lot of money in your first 24 hours of announcing that you're going to run for president. Yeah. Whoa. That is the largest announced uh, first day haul by any 2020 Democratic hopeful, and he is outpacing his rivals. Uh, Beto was in uh, Detroit and had a town hall meeting. Also, word has it that Beto is possibly going to hire Jen O'Malley Dillon. Now, if that name does sound familiar to you, she was President Barack Obama's deputy campaign manager back in 2012, Steve. What's her name? Her name is Jen O'Malley Dillon. Jen O'Malley. No, nobody with them names. <laughs> Jen O'Malley Dillon. Mm-hmm. O'Malley's normally a police officer, most O'Malley's. Yeah, Irish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. but he raised that a lot of money in a day. In a day. He did, yeah. So that means he has a lot of people that believe in him, mm-hmm. which uh-huh. is good. He says I mean, his campaign is for the people. Well, so yeah, a lot of people in uh, donating yeah. as well. Then, <laughs> unlike the current what? president, oh, yeah. Trump probably envies him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. I mean, that's a good start if you because you need money. But just because yes. you can raise a lot of money doesn't mean you're going to make a great president. But um, you know, that's a great right. start. That's a great yeah. start. Yeah. Um. He's going to get a lot of traction if he don't make any mistakes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the people who are going to get the most traction if they don't mistakes is uh, Kamala, Kamala. Kamala. Kamala Harris. Uh-huh. I think she'll make the most noise. I know better O'Rourke will. Mm-hmm. Bernie. Joe Biden, if he gets in. Bernie yeah. Sanders could have been president. Biden on the way, Biden. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Well, uh, meanwhile, Steve, Democratic Senator Elizabeth Warren was in Jackson, Mississippi last night. She was on the campus of Jackson State University, and uh, she was embracing her underdog role. She distinguishes herself as a capitalist, while Bernie Sanders, of course, runs a Democratic socialist campaign. Uh, Warren wants to fight the rise of white nationalism. And last night, a student asked her, well, take a listen. How do you respond to people who think that regardless of the underlying facts, the way you handled the question of your Native American heritage was tone deaf, offensive, and indicative of a lack of presidential tact? Well, you know, I grew up in Oklahoma. I learned about my family from my family. And um, based on that, that's, that's just kind of who I am. And I do the best I can with it. You know, there was an investigation. Nothing I ever did or my family played any role in any job I ever got. But I'll tell you this, I have now done 38 town halls in Massachusetts last year. And this is my 32nd town hall since January. And what I've discovered is that people care a lot about what's happening to their lives every single day. 
And what touches them, like housing and education and with health care, that's the kind of reason that I'm in this fight. And I'm going to stay in this fight. And I'll tell you this, I'm going to fight it from the heart every inch of the way. I'll do my best. Hmm. Okay. All right. And uh, Senator Warren was also asked this question by a participant. My question is, Mississippi is a deeply red state and one of the poorest states in the country. Yet many white poor and working class citizens continue to vote against their economic interests. What message, if any, do you have that may resonate with them, that may encourage them to vote for you? So thank you for the question, Christopher. Look, this is how I see it. Washington is working great. It's working fabulously um, for giant drug companies. It's just not working for people who are trying to get a prescription filled. It's... It's working great for big oil companies that want to drill everywhere. It's just not working for people who see climate change bearing down upon us. It's working great for giant financial institutions and for payday lenders. It's just not working great for people who are living paycheck to paycheck. I'm tired of Washington that works for the rich and the powerful. I want a Washington that works for the rest of America. That's why I'm in this fight. And I believe on that, that Democrats, independents, and Republicans, they know a scam when they see it. And they see a Washington working for those guys. I think they're ready to get in the fight and get a Washington and a country that works for the rest of America. Thank you. Wow, Senator Elizabeth Warren uh, mm-hmm. at her town hall meeting yesterday in Jackson, Mississippi at Jackson State University. So okay. she's in the race. She is in the race. Yeah, yeah. yeah. very much. Mm-hmm. And a so woman, we'll and that's good. I like it. We'll see who gets mm-hmm. the Democratic nominee, because it's a lot of them. Yeah. Yep. We got 35 now. We have to a good day. <laughs> yeah. 35. Yeah. Well, yeah. It'll be mean, interesting. Yeah, it will. I mean, the the important thing, I think, um, is who can beat Trump, right, Steve? I think that's it. You know what I mean? That's, who they, that's how they're going to base their pick on. But, you know, I mean, man, if, if, we, if we don't pay very close attention to this electoral college vote, he could be president again. We've got to pay attention to that. Yeah. Yeah, we got to educate ourselves. There's time now before the primaries, before all of this. You know, there, this is the time to start educating ourselves and all of that. So I hope we do that, and I hope we show up. Right. And we know that black women will be there. We yeah. know that. Yeah. <laughs> Elizabeth Warren, she called for the an end of the Electoral College last yeah, night she did. in Jackson, Mississippi. Because it's crazy, man. She yeah. did. It's not. Yes. It, the Electoral College vote was created for states way back Civil War period and that was created to give them the same voting power as northern states. So, that's it. Alright, well, um, yeah, you just gotta vote. That's right. Coming up at the top of the hour, you guys are gonna talk some basketball, sports talk, coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 
U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey everybody, this is Junior. And I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community. Letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. But there's a great need for donations regardless of your blood type. Every day, the blood our people donate saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. It's lying dormant, waiting, and it could reactivate at any time. And while not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful, blistering rash that can last for weeks. Think you're not at risk for shingles? It's time to wake up because shingles could wake up in you. If you're over 50, talk to your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, so yesterday, you know, we talked about the big basketball tournament that's coming up, guys. And I, I'm really kind of, I know it's not me, but I am kind of mm-hmm. excited about the games too now. Because, really? Yeah, well, Nesto and I are. Yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. No, no, Nesto. <laughs> we're at, yeah, what really, is and I? It's really him. It's really him. But I, I have a part too because we're going to have a game party this weekend. And I just love, this is my part, I love being a good hostess. And of course, yes, that starts, do. yes, I do. And that starts with a clean house when the yes, guests ma'am. arrive. So my house will be uh, lemon fresh pine saw clean. Okay? Yeah, yeah, there will be no food set out. <laughs> I'm gonna get <laughs> it catered. Clean, I'm gonna fresh. get it catered. I, I do k- get a kick out of cleaning all this, all my services like the floors, the sinks, the countertops, all of that with pine saw. Pine saw is the number one lemon scented dilutable cleaner. I love that. Okay, mm-hmm. spring cleaning is in full effect around my house. Pine saw clean your way, and that's my way. Okay, All right, sure. Okay. Yeah. All right, Junior. Clean. Yeah. Clean house. Clean it your waiting. My way, right? <laughs> All right, Junior, let's go. Talk some sports. Well, Unc, we are we coming up on uh, the playoffs. You know, playoffs is about to start next. For the NBA? The NBA playoffs is about to jump yeah. off. 
We talked about LeBron yesterday. Don't look yesterday. like Cats Lakers going to be in it. Yeah, don't look like the Lakers going to be doing no, that. don't look like yeah, that. What do you think they saying about LeBron, man? They talk about LeBron and his, his leadership skills. And his, no, he has. No, they, it's unquestionable. They can stop that. He's a great teammate. LeBron comes to town to make everybody better. It's just what happened to the Lakers this year, I think, was when they were just starting to get a feel for one another, LeBron went down. And ball is out. So I, it's not his leadership skills. He been to the finals six to seven, eight times in a row. Yeah. Somebody doing something right. Somebody. <laughs> and you can yeah. say what you yeah. want to say, but he been in the finals. Yeah. yeah. So I don't I think his yesterday. leadership yeah. should be questioned at all. At all. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Celtics in the East. What you think about the Celtics? I think the Celtics could come out of the East. I think the Raptors are very strong. Philly. And I love Philly. Man. I love Philly, <laughs> Philly too, man. man. I, I love Philly, man. I just Ooh. love Philly. I love watching Joel Embiid just be seven foot, playing like he's six three. More. <laughs> and be shooting threes nah, like that. He just had to shooting three. He going behind the back between his legs. Yeah, but y'all, uh, please don't sleep on Milwaukee. Because uh. they got a basketball team, man. I think Milwaukee and the Celtics is going to shock a few people. You think? That's what I think. In the West, huh? Yeah, I think Philly can take Milwaukee. Even with the Greek, I think they can take it. Well, what about in the West, huh? Golden yeah. State and Houston, any chance? Golden State. Yeah, Houston has a real chance, man. Houston has a real chance. Utah, I think they one player away. I think Utah's one player away. But Golden State, I think they'll go back to the finals, man. <sighs> It's it's just a teammate. It's, it's Demarcus Cousins coming off the bench. Uh, KD, and then you know the the uh boy. Then the light skin boy. Yeah, I on. ain't even got to them. Come on. No, they got a team. Though. That's why I just ah. I like how he they passed the light skin. Don't don't say nothing about them. They the one hitting the jumper. Then Draymond Green, they go from light skin to dark real fast. Yeah, ain't no, it don't fade. It don't like, they fade. Ain't even playing. <laughs> like you be looking at your TV, it be real light. Then all of a sudden it just dark. <laughs> be real dark. <laughs> like you can see everybody, then you can't see nothing. You know what? <laughs> really? <laughs> no, not because they do it because they got Draymond. Come on, that's how I act like Katie ain't dark too now. Now Draymond a little darker, but Katie. But you go from light skin to dark. They two and two. Yeah. They uh, real like that. Houston, I, I just think we 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 a couple players, man. You think so? Yeah, man. I just think we dog, you cannot just shoot threes in the playoffs. They're not gonna give you that. But but let me say this. If that young man is healthy, if uh 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 God, Chris Paul Chris Paul Chris Paul is healthy and don't get hurt, you got you got a ball game. Houston is a problem, man. Houston is a major problem. I think they'd have beat Golden State last year with CP three health. Yeah. Game set, they could have they got it. But I think now, man, it's just that we, I think we just one player away, man. I don't know what it is. We just like one solid Who forward. Who do you think it is, Junior? I don't, if we had if we had LeBron. <laughs> what? Yeah. We would be in there. He's with the Lakers. So, Shirley. <laughs> oh, what you doing over here? It's like, what she do? Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> no, Shirley, stay out the trash talking. Just she saying. just go. We want LeBron, too. What you're trying to say is too late. That's what you're trying yeah. Golly. In the it's, words of Nene, I said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Don't nobody yeah, give a did. blank about your poll. 
Anything about the big tournament, right. Oski? You, you want to talk about the big tournament? Let me tell you who to look for. University of Houston. They yeah. ball it. Yeah. They're a three Watch. seed, too. They ball it. Watch them. Watch them be in the Sweet 16. They're going to make it that far at least. Do you know who all your number ones is, huh? Uh, Duke, North Carolina. I think Murray State is going to be the Cinderella team with that boy. I like Murray State. That boy can play, can't he? That boy. Ah, the guard. Ah, he's nasty. This boy ain't nothing but like 6'2". But he play like he's 7 foot. What about, hold on, nothing but 6'2". Yeah, dog. dog. Yeah, that's all he is. What you getting offended for? It's 6 foot 7 people on the court. Six two you is tall. You getting mad because I said six two? You said nothing but six. You said nothing but though. Six two is tall. Top to you. Yeah. To everybody. No. To everybody. They got a six no, nine guy on man. the court. <laughs> you just. You, what about the six nine dude? Did he must be scary? Oh, I would. I wouldn't go around him. I wouldn't go around. <laughs> yeah, go you was over there with that six nine dude. It's like lightning. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, Steve? You know, Tommy's scared of lightning. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> he is. Well, any prediction for the tournament? Huh? I, You know, man, I haven't really looked at the bracket, bracket to be honest. I like North Carolina, though, man. Maybe they need LeBron. I do. Shirley, be quiet. You, Shirley. Be quiet. Don't say nothing. Shirley, why is you even? Don't get mad. You know, when we do sports, go go to the bathroom or something. Go, oh, that's Go cold. to the fridge. Oh, she just threw that right on in there. Maybe they need LeBron. <laughs> but when Junior said it, it was all good. Oh, that's what I wanted. Huh. All right, we'll be back with, with more. All right. Okay. Go ahead. I guess Duke going to need LeBron, too, huh, Shirley, yeah. and, and everybody else. Hey, that big boy in Duke, man, that, that center, that's a bad boy. Zion. Whoa, look at that. Yeah. How do you know him, Shirley? What was you doing? Because I, that's the one that broke his shoe. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah I missed uh-huh. you. Yeah, he did. Sit right about that. Mm-hmm. Ah. All right, we'll be back with more. This was That was fascinating, guys. Thank you. We'll be back with more really? of the Steve Harvey Marty Show <laughs> right after this. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so here's a question for everyone. When was the last time you guys gave someone the middle finger? Mm. Oh. Yeah. Can you remember the last time you gave someone the middle finger? Yeah, uh, yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't long ago. No, it was Ruben, the warm-up guy. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. Steve, it is your constitutional right. Uh, huh? To give someone the, 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 the middle finger. A federal mm-hmm. appeals court says a Michigan woman's constitutional rights were violated when she was handed a speeding ticket after giving the finger to a suburban Detroit officer back in 2017. The decision means a lawsuit by Deborah Cruz Gullius can proceed. Detroit officer uh, Menard stopped Cruz Gullius, that's the woman's name, and wrote her a ticket for a lesser violation. But when that stop was over, the woman raised her middle finger. Uh, The officer then pulled her over uh, again and changed the ticket to a more serious speeding offense. The woman uh, sued, saying her free speech rights and her rights against unreasonable seizure uh, were violated. What's her name? Her name is Deborah Cruz Gullius. Yeah. You're not black. Uh, No. Mm. No. So what they saying, we can't can't, can't do that? 
No, it's it, you have the apparently you have the right. Don't, don't, your free don't, speech don't, right. Yeah. But you're don't black. Do that, yeah, don't do that. Steve. Black dudes them. can't do none of that. Nah. Put your hands on the top of that damn steering wheel. School them, Steve. <laughs> Put on, your Steve. wrists on top of the steering wheel at 10 and 2 and spread all 10 of your fingers. <laughs> yes. And if you can, yeah. tape your tape your ID and your insurance outside on your window. So you ain't got to reach for nothing. That's all out there. Right there on that window. Yeah, you know we can't do that. We can't uh, reach for nothing. Uh, we can't turn. Mm-hmm. We can't do nothing. So he pulled, he pulled her over, gave her a ticket. Yeah. And then and she, she gave, him gave him the finger, and then he pulled her over again. again. <laughs> but she sued him, though, and, and won. Well, they're going to yeah fight it out, I guess. This but is the us. police officer could have just let her go. Yeah. yeah, but the fact that she did that, uh, what did he feel Pick disrespected protect. or protect, yeah, yeah. It's like I'll show, like you, I'll show you, I'll show you, who you think you yeah. are. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. Mm-hmm. It. Yeah. Pick protect. I ain't shot. I ain't done that in a long time. What you ain't did what? Threw somebody the finger. I didn't say it. <laughs> you know, after fifty, you just say what's on your mind. <laughs> okay, say Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> yes, right there. Say it. But Steve said he just did it yesterday. He probably did it and said it. <laughs> Y'all did it to Ruben the warm-up guy. <laughs> Is that, why, Steve? Why? What did you do why? it to him for? I was just playing with him, really. Oh, uh-huh. Oh, okay. That means he love you. <laughs> oh. oh, that's an endearment sign yeah. from yeah. Steve. <laughs> Best way he could express it. Yeah, well, what, what did he do? Did he shoot you the bird back, Steve? Flip you the bird back? What did he do? How did he laugh at Yeah, he did. He just put it on top of his thigh, on his pants leg. Oh, so the audience <laughs> wouldn't see him. And act like he was scratching his leg with that frame, but I knew what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's a terrible You're crazy <laughs> Of endearment, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Carla, okay. have you ever did? Have I ever what? What? You're talking to Carla? <laughs> you ain't got to. I haven't done it his ever what? I haven't done that in a long time. Like Tommy said, sometimes you just got to say it. Just say it. (laughs) All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. I think she just gave it to me. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So just in case you were wondering, Samuel L. Jackson is no fan of the president's, okay? Samuel L. is on the cover of the current uh, upcoming April issue of Esquire magazine. He has some pointed choice words for number 45. Uh, And Tommy, your nephew, maybe he'll make you proud now, Steve. Tommy is here to interpret on behalf of Samuel. Go ahead, Tommy. This mother is like ruining the planet and all kinds of crazy shit. And people think that's okay. It's not okay. And if you're not saying anything, then you complicit. I'm sorry. Let him finish, Steve. Let him finish. I know how many motherfuckers hate me. I'm never going to see a Sam Jackson movie again. I don't care. And if you never went to another movie I did in my life, I'm not going to lose any mother money. <laughs> I already cashed the check. <laughs> you burn up your videotape. I don't give a <laughs> In quote, yes. Uh, man. Oh, he said all that, man. Get yes. this president off this mother planet. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tom.
Tommy. Uh, that is interpretation. Yeah, oh, man. That is in the uh, April issue of Esquire magazine. Pick it up. It's which magazine? It's Esquire. an Esquire magazine. I'm getting two I'm going copies. to buy it. Yeah. I'm going to get two copies. This is why we love Samuel L. Jackson, okay? He does not miss words. And and ever since he turned 70, he's really, really, really saying what's exactly on his mind. Oh, I love him. Yes. He's a good looking 70, though. He looks fantastic. What's the Because I got these shakes, right? Well, thank you, nephew. I, I mean, Samuel no, really, L. Thank you. Yeah. No, no. I appreciate that. Was that refreshing? <laughs> yeah. That's a great interpretation. Yeah. Boy, you're going to be something. <laughs> Keep on, huh, Junior? Man, I, what you doing that? I love Samuel Jackson. <laughs> Samuel Jackson for president. Oh, my goodness. Oh, he man. would make a great president. Oh, gosh. I, I probably had to quit one of my jobs so I could watch more CNN. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, yes, I definitely yeah. had to come back stand up then. I'd yeah. have to come back, man. Just for Jack- oh, yeah. all good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Samuel L. I mean, uh, he's classic. He's just the greatest. I'll give me some horn rim glasses and shave my mustache and be Samuel <laughs> yeah. Jackson. Boy. We love us some Samuel L. Jackson. Huh? <laughs> anyway, listen, uh, we'll be back to close out the show with our one last break of the day right after this. Who put these snakes? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are. Last break of the day. Um, Take us home with some great closing remarks like you always do. What you got for us today? In light of social media, in light of all of you, which is almost everybody listening, who has to deal with haters from time to time, Let me just say this. You can be surprised at what the president says. Or you can be one of those who say, I'm not surprised at all. I knew it. You can claim to have known this. How anyone could have known this quality of president is beyond me. This level of unpresidentialness is beyond me how you could have known that. But if you want to claim that, I'm okay with that. Go ahead. But whether it's him, whether it's social media, whether it's haters, you can listen to it. I'm not going to stop going where I'm headed to stop along the way and deal with something that has no bearing on where I'm headed. As unpresidential as this man is, he has no bearing on where you're headed. He really don't unless you allow him to have that. Well, I disagree with you, Steve. This this is my closing remarks. And you're okay to disagree with this. But Martin Luther King said it best. He said, a man can't ride your back unless you bend over. I'm not allowing the president, social media, haters, or anybody, and I'm inviting all of you to join along. They can't ride your back unless you bend over. Stand tall. Stay up. Don't allow these people to stop you. Don't allow these people to 
determine your outcome. See, here's the problem with stopping along the way. See, the problem with stopping along the way is it slows your progress. And ain't that one of the beautiful tricks of the devil? The devil is so smart, man. He knows what to do. He'll throw a curveball your way that really has no bearing on where you're going, really has no truth to it, and you wind up occupying time devoted to it, which is now slowing you from going where you're headed. Don't do it in 2018. That president that's in the White House, that, that, that man will not determine your outcome. He just doesn't. They're not making policy up in the White House for our benefit. But then let me ask you, when have they? Oh, we've had some stuff come down, you know, affirmative action, you know, which, which they took that back. You know, we've had, um, you know, some things come down, the Civil Right Voting Act, which you have to re-vote for every year. they take that back if they could. Um, we've had a lot of things that have come. The health care, they're trying to rescind that. You know, we've had some stuff that could have really benefited us. But at the end of the day, we are the determining factor as to how far we go in life. And stop lending yourself to this president, to hatred, to social media, to people's opinion of you. Stop lending yourself to those things and keep going where you are headed. Stop breaking for foolishness. You know how you see people with the bumper sticker, I break for animals? You know, get you a new bumper sticker that say, I don't break for fools. I don't pump my brakes no more for fools. I have no time for foolishness. I don't care what your opinion of me is. You're wrong anyway. You know how many times people say things about you that are really so far off base from the truth? So why give it time? You don't even, most of your haters don't even really know you. And then you get the most hate from somebody that you tried to help. That's the other part. But because now their life ain't turned out where, where they want it to be, now you at fault for that. So now here come the hate. Don't break for fools. Keep your feet on the gas pedal. I might make that my new thing. I break for no foolishness. Feel how you want to feel about me because the only opinion of me that really matters is how God feels about me. Now, I'm not saying it's not important how your spouse feels about you or your children or so forth and so on, but I'm not saying that. But the, when it comes to haters, you know you cannot matter to me. You can't. Your job simply is to hate. You work for the devil. You're an imp. And the devil has millions of imps who are busy 24-7. They got fake screen names. When you go on their page to try to see who they are that says something about you, all their pages is private. What? How big of a coward can you be? You're going to say something about me, but you ain't man or woman enough to say who you are. Man, bump you. Get out of here. Don't break for foolishness. Let it go. Keep moving forward. God got a great life for you. You just got to claim it and don't let nobody stop you. Not the haters, not social media and not your present.
Okay? Y'all have a great weekend. Uh, <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. 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 God willing, I wake up. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community. Letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.